Good morning. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Kedushin Daf Lamed Gimel, which is the last blot of the year. And Baruch Hashem, it is a blot all about the mitzvah of Kibbut Avaim, as well as Kvod Chachamim, the Chulei. So let us jump right into the, to today's blot. We're on Lamed Gimel Lamed Aleph at the end of the second line. Omar Mar, we had quoted this line yesterday, Yochol Yehadrenu B'mamon, that in regards to uh, standing up for people, maybe we should say that the Hidur is not to stand up for people who is a Zakin. Perhaps it should be that we give them money. And yesterday we had responded, no, Talmud Omar, Takum Vihadarta, that we have these two words in the in the Pasuk, Takum and Vihadarta. What's the link between these two words? Makima she'en b'chesron kis, avhidur she'en b'chesron kis. No, it shouldn't cost you anything, just like standing up doesn't cost anything. So too, Hidur doesn't cost anything. So to this, the Gemara says that that's not necessarily true. If a person stands up from, from what they're doing, is there not a chesron kis? After all, let's say that a person has a very unique skill set. He's a person with good hands, and he is making a hole in a pearl, which takes a tremendous amount of skill. You've got to hold the pearl perfectly, got to hold the drill perfectly. It's not such a Pasha Dezach. It says the Gemara, if he's doing that, by the time he gets up and stands up, so now today he only accomplished drilling 50 pearls instead of uh, 60 pearls. So he did take a loss. He absolutely did take a loss. So what do you mean that standing up has no loss to it? So it says the Gemara as follows. Ella, you're right. We need to relearn the um, Hekish between Takum and Vihadarta. Says the Gemara, Ella Akish Kimal Hidur. We will see now a two-directional comparison between these two words. Kima is similar to Hidur, Mahidur She'in Bo Bittel, just like when it comes to Hidur, we had learned yesterday that there's no Bittel. Av Kima, so too when a person stands up, it should also only be in a case where She'in Bo Bittel. And in the other direction, Va'akishnami Hidur Lakima, that as follows, there's a comparison between those two. How so? Makima She'in Bo Chesron Kis, just like when a person stands up, there's no loss of funds. And Mikan says the Gemara, from this double comparison, we learn the following very important rule in regards to standing up for people. That if I'm working, I'm doing handiwork, whatever the case may be, if I'm on the clock, I'm not allowed to stand up when a Talmud Chacham walks by because that's bitul Malacha and I'm on someone's dime. That's not required. That's not the way things are. Says the Gemara below, is that not true? After all, Vihatnan, a third of the way down, two lines before the wide lines on Lamed Gimel, Lamed Aleph. We learned in a Mishnah, uh, or I shall say, we will learn in a Mishnah, Maseches Bikurim, Kol Baalei Umnios, Omdin Mipnehem, Veshalin Bishlomam, Veomrim Lehem Achenu, when people bring their bikurim to the Beis HaMikdash, everybody who is a worker, they talk a stop And they stand up and they say, Shalom Aleichem. Welcome. What beautiful bikurim you have. And they say, you're our brothers from place X. It's great to have you. So what we see from here is that the, the Bale uh, Umanios, they talk a stop they absolutely do. So if that's true, then maybe you're wrong. Maybe we should say that our, our hekesh that we made between Hidur and Kima and then back the other way from Kima to Hidur is not teaching us about this halacha the way that you taught it. And really, Bali Umnius should stand up, says the Gemara. No. Amr of Yochanan, Mipnehem Omdim, in front of the people who are bringing Bikurim, yes, we do stand up in front of those people. However, when a person is a Baal Omnius, when he's sitting and working, he absolutely should not stand up in front of a Talmud Chacham. Amr of Yosi, Abar Avin, Bo Ure, Kama Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaita. 
Come and see how beautiful it is when a person is fulfilling a mitzvah in a particular moment, that for the sake of that mitzvah, that when a person is doing Bikurim, we do stand up for them. However, Beautiful idea. If I'm in the middle of being Osik B'mitzvah, if I'm doing the mitzvah Bikurim, you can stop from being a Baal Omnis and you can stand up and give cover to the mitzvah that I'm doing. But if a Talmud Chacham walks by while you're working, you may not. Says the Gemara, wait one second. Maybe that Marimakam about the Bikurim isn't a good Marimakam. Vidilma, shiny, awesome, that that case from Bikurim is different. If you're not warm with those people when they come to town, remember we had said just a couple of lines ago that what they say to the people bringing Bikurim is, Someone comes to show you, welcome them, make them feel good and comfortable. They'll come back a second time. So the Gemara says, perhaps there's no Raya at all from the world of Bikurim, because perhaps the reason why the Mishnah in Bikurim says that we go out of our way to be warm and uh, and doting and inviting is so that people will do the mitzvah again the next year. And therefore, there's no Raya one way or the other in regards to whether or not we're allowed to do this for uh, for a mitzvah. So says the Gemara, uh, therefore, things are unclear on this one and we don't know. Omar Mar. Um, about six lines or so, five lines into the wide lines, first words on the line. We had learned yesterday, that if a person sees a rav uh, in one of the areas of the mikvah, and if, they were, if the Talmud was sitting down, they should stand up in front of the rav. We said yesterday that they should not stand up. So says the Gemara, below, really? Is that true that they should not stand up? After all, he was in the bathhouse. And Rav Shimon Bar Rebbe passed by him. And he didn't stand up. Rav Chia did not uh, stand up when Rav Shimon Bar Rebbe walked walked by him. Ve'ikpid, and he was very upset that he didn't walk by. Again, these are, this is not personal. It's not like I'm a Balgaiva and I need you to stand up for me. But rather, it's that this is the din and you need to follow halacha. You should have stood up, which means that what we, we learned yesterday may not be true. We learned yesterday, yesterday based on Psukim, that we should not need to stand up for someone in the base of Merchatz. Yet over here, we see that Rav Shimon Bar Rebbe was mocked that someone should have stood up for him. And he went to Rabbi, his father, and said, shanisi lo tehillim. I taught him two fifths of all of Sefer Tehillim, all of the drushos that relate to two fifths of Sefer Tehillim. Does he not view me as his Rebbe? Of course he should. And he should have stood up, even in the mikvah. So this is a very strong question. The Gemara says, Vesu, let's double down. Vesu, Bar Kapara. We have another story about Bar Kapara. Some say it wasn't him. It was really Reb Shmuel Bar Yossi. Have a he was sitting in the bathhouse. Same person uh, was the Rebbe in this case, which is Reb Shimon Bar Rebbe. And, um, and Reb Yossi, who was it? Reb Shmuel Bar Yossi um, did not stand up, or Bar Kapar, whoever it was, did not stand up. And then Reb Shimon went home to his father, to Rebbe again, and complained. He says to his father, I taught two thirds of a third. Um, Shanisi, Shanisi, lo betoras koanim and sefer vayikra v'lo amad mipanai. So now we have a double strong question. We had learned yesterday that lechora there's no din to stand up for a rav in a mikvah in a bathhouse. Yet over here we have two examples: a Rav Shimon bar Rebbe, Rav Shimon bar Rebbe, who was very upset that people weren't keeping the halachos properly, which implies that you're obligated to stand up even in a bathhouse. Rebbe says back to his son, being done the kafschus, 
He says, yeah, but maybe, perhaps, my son, Reb Shimon, says Rebbe, perhaps the case may be that they're actually learning your Torah right now. They're busy. And when they're being Osik Batora, they should not be sending up. And maybe they didn't even notice you because they're learning. And says the Gemara, we're going to make a diuk from this story. Taima, Dipohen Yoshevu Maharher. According to Rebbe, the only exception to them standing up would have been that they were actually learning the Torah that Reb Shimon had taught the, the students, and therefore they didn't stand up. But had it been that they were not learning, then it would not be the case that they should sit down and taka, they should stand up. So it says the Gemara, that's the close of our question. We therefore see that there's a very strong hint, a strong reference to the fact that there, there is a din of kapod of standing up, even in a Beis HaMerchatz. The Gemara says, Lo kasha, gavoy, biroy. It depends. In the inner sanctum of the bathhouse where people are not dressed properly, as the Rishonim point out. So then in that case, it's not an appropriate place to stand up. However, biroy, but in the outer part of the of the mikvah area of the bathhouse where people do have their clothes on, then taka there, there is an obligation to stand. So the mission that we learned yesterday uh, not the Mishnah, but the Drusha that we learned yesterday taught us that really you, you have no obligation to stand up for a rub in a bathhouse. That's in the inner sanctum where people are not clothed. However, in the outer areas, you are obligated to stand. And that explains all of the Mari Makomos that we've seen, all the stories. By the case of Reb Shimon, when nobody stood up for him, so the reason he was Makbedib is because it was in the outer part of the of the bathhouse and the Taka should have stood up. So he had every right to be Makbed. The Gemara says, mistabra, halfway down, about uh, almost halfway into the wide lines. Yeah, a little bit more than halfway down on the page, because this is a logical response to make a distinction like this between Bate Givoy and Bate Beroi, the inner and outer sanctums of the uh, bathhouse, because, says the Gemara, the Gemara says that there are some places where you're not allowed to think about Torah. And the inner sanctum of the bathhouse is one of those places. And therefore, in those places where a person is arum from clothing and they're not thinking about Torah, there's no din for anyone to stand up for them. Says the Gemara, that's a, not a good argument because Dilma Loon say shiny. Maybe someone can't help but to think about Torah. And maybe you should stand up for them. So a lack of clarity over here in regards to the final aspects of this din. Whether or not this is a good answer, we don't know. Analyzing another thing we said yesterday in regards to standing up for people, the Gemara says over here, two-thirds of the way down, let's say perhaps a person decided, you know what, I want to close my eyes and not stand up. So says the Gemara, are we dealing with evil people that are going to be rude and intentionally not stand up when a rub is walking by just by closing their eyes? So says the Gemara, Ella. That's actually not what the question was. It wasn't, can I intentionally avoid this once I'm chayev? The question is, am I chayev altogether if I see him coming from far and my eyes are closed from now until the time he passes? I never entered into the state of chayuv whatsoever. We're going to soon see that with certain people, the restriction, uh, the requirement, I should say, of standing up is only daladamus. So let's say I see the Rav of our shul, I see Rabbi Shechter, Rabbi Robinson walking toward me. And it's a scenario where it's appropriate for me to stand up. So if they're outside of Dalad Amos, that's where this question is happening. They're 20 feet away from me. I close my eyes, squeeze them, wait till they pass by. But if they're within Dalad Amos and then I close my eyes, that's not the question of the Gemara. We're asking about beyond Dalad Amos, beyond the, the point when the Chiyuv has begun. So there the Gemara says, So what would you say in such a case like that? So that's where the Gemara yesterday was going to was highlighting the what what really is correct and that is Tamil Lomar Takum VRA. So you should stand up and you should have proper Yirashamayim and proper Kod Chachamim. You should not try to avoid the scenario by closing your eyes. 
Says the Gemara, as was just referenced, as was just referenced, Tana, we have a brisa. Ezehu kima sheyesh bahidur. What type of kima is the type of kima that also has hidur? So says the Gemara, habayomer zed dalad amos. That one is obligated to stand up when they are within dalad amos. Amar Abaye, Abaye says, Lo amran rabo This is only true of a regular shul community rabbi, of a regular rav, your average Talmud Chacham. However, for your rabo muvhak, and this is often defined in the Rishonim as the person who has taught you most of your Torah, so then that's different. If it's rabo muvhak, then malo enav, as long as you can see him even beyond Daladamos. So let's say, Ledugma of David Miller, who's for sure my Rebbe muvhak in regards to halacha, if I see him from a mile away, if I can see him, stand up. Obligated to stand up. No dal, no din of Dalad Amos by Rebbe Mufak. That's Malo'ena as long as you can see them. And let's talk about some stories about how Makbid people were about this idea. Abaye, Miki Havachazi Le, Leudne de Chamrader of Yosef. When Abaye would see as small as the ear of the donkey of Rabbi Yosef, to Asi, that it was coming forward, Havachayim, he would instantly stand up. He knew what was coming. He stood up. That's Malo'ena. Abaye have a rochiv chamra, and now the next generation, when Abaye was the rebbe, he was riding on a donkey. The kamaske aguda de nahar sagya, and he was riding along the banks of the uh, of the nahar called sagya. Yosef rav mesharshia verabonan beidach kisa, and across the way, across the water, he was able to see rav mesharshia was learning, and other rabbis around him. These were his talmidim, and they uh, didn't get up. Below kamu be mikame. So he called out to the to the chevra. Amar he says to them, "Velav rav muvhakana." Am I not your Rebbe Muvak? Why is it that you're not standing up? That is very odd. Says the Gemara, uh, says Rashi, excuse me. Rashi is four-fifths of the way down, 20 lines from the bottom of the page. So Rashi says, When it comes to Rebbe Muvak, Daladamos is not the measure. You need to stand up. There's a chiyu, del raisa, for you to stand up. So Abai called him out. They said, oh, Rebbe, 100% correct. Lavadaitin, we didn't even notice. We were steeped in our learning. Uh, says Rashi, Lavadaitin, Loni's Karnu Laamo, Chainu Trudim. We were distracted by our learning and we didn't remember to stand up, but 100% you're correct. At the two dots, 10 lines or so from the bottom of the page in Lamad Gimel Lamad Al. Says the Gemara, Shimon ben Elazar Omer, Minayin Lazakin Shiloyatriyacht. Again, this is uh, all of today is just an analysis of yesterday. How do we know, says the Gemara? that an, a person who's a zakain for whom others will stand up, how do we know he should go out of his way to make sure that he's not forcing people to stand up? So says the Gemara, Tamil Omar, zakain viaresa. Based on the psukim of zakain viaresa. That was the din we learned yesterday. Now let's analyze. Amar Abaye, Naktinan, we have a tradition. Di'imakif chaye. That if a person circumvents the crowd in order to minimize their standing up, that will bring them to a longer life. Abaye makif, Rabzeira makif. These two Amoraim were very careful to be makif. They would only... Um, create scenarios of people standing up when there was no choice but to do so. Ravina was sitting in front of and there was a person who walked in front of him who wasn't covering his hair properly. At that time, it was considered respectful to wear a certain hair covering when you're in front of a Talmud Chacham. Omar, so he responded, This person's so rude. They're not wearing the appropriate hair covering, and they should be. I'm a Talmud Chacham, I'm a Rebbe Mufak, whatever the case may be. They should be dressed properly. It's not right what they're doing. So says the Gemara, Maybe they're from Matamachasya, where they have overly warm relationships with their Rav. Fascinating answer. Is that a cultural insight? In which case... 
Did they do something wrong in Matamachasya that they're so close with their rabbis that they can let their hair down? We see a lot of that in our generation with Tador Mechutzafen, where people talk back to the rabbis. There's probably no uh, heter for such a thing, basically. So that's our generation. But what does it mean for Matamachasya? Does that mean that they had a different culture and therefore it was mutter, a different culture and therefore it was Aser? Subject to debate, I don't know the answer. Six lines from the bottom at the two dots, Isi ben Yehuda, according to Isi ben Yehuda, as we saw yesterday as well, he was of the opinion that in front of any older person, seemingly Jewish or not, as we'll see in the Gemara, a person should stand up when an older person walks by. Um, and the Gemara says, Amr of Yochanan halacha ki Isi ben Yehuda, we paskin like him. Rav Yochanan hava koi mekame sabe de armoi. Rav Yochanan would stand up in front of Armenians, non-Jews, who were older. They weren't Tamerich Chachamim, that's for sure. They weren't B'nai Torah, they weren't Yidin. But he stood up anyways. Omar, kama harpatke adu alaihu dahani. How much harpatke have they, have they gone through in their life? Harpatke. Eight, nine lines from the bottom in Rashi. Dibramaskal harpatke. Mikros, things that have happened to them. Mitzaros, and tragedies that have happened. Vira'u nisim harbe, they've seen a lot. Umofsim. These are the people they've seen a lot. When they have a lot of things that happen to them, automatically they become subject to being a zakain by definition. It's just the nature of life experience. And therefore, one should taka stand up even before, at least according to Rav Yochanan, a goy who is older. Rava mekam lokoi. Rava was a little more makbid. He would not stand up for them fully, but hidur avadlahu. He would bring himself out of his chair a little bit in order to um, give a little bit of kabot. Abaye Yohiv Yodalisabe, Abaye would um, basically lend a hand to help people as was necessary in order for them to uh, cross a bridge, cross over some water, but he would be supportive uh, of the average goy as they were work as they were traveling. And Rava Meshadr Shluche, Rava would send his uh, servants, and uh, Rav Nachman Meshadr Gozai, Rav Nachman would send his officers. Rav Nachman was a very chash of person, Ayin in the Rishonim, he was a very chash of person, and he always had uh, an entourage of people around him, and in order to support the Goyim, he would take a Gozai, and that is the people who he would send. Omar, why didn't he do it himself? Because, says the Gemara, if I don't sit and learn, Ilo Torah, Ilav Torah, Kama Nachman Bar Abba, Ika Beshuka. I'd be like everybody else. What makes me unique is the Torah that evokes the kochos within me. But if I, the Torah doesn't evoke the kochos within me, then I'm just a rather regular Nachman. No, there's a bunch of people like me. Without the Torah, we're regular. With the Torah, it draws out our, our deeper kochos. It brings them to the surface. It brings us to self-actualization. And Rav Nachman said, I can't do it myself because I can't be mavatal the Torah because that minimizes who I'll become. But I'm willing to send my entourage to go support the average Zakin um, Armoy. Amar Rebbe Ivel, Amar Rebbe Yanai, turning to the top of Daf Lamed Gimel Lamed Beis, the final turn for the year. The Gemara says, "Ein Talmud Chacham Rishay Lamo Bibnei Rabo El Hashachris VeArbis." A Talmud Chacham, a person who's in the base medrash, is only allowed to stand up for their Rebbe twice a day. Because we don't want it to be that I, as a student, will stand up for my Rebbe more times than I show up to serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Discussion here, are we talking about Kriya Shema? Are we talking about uh, Shemona Esrei? But basically, we serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu morning and night. That's twice, even though we say three Shemona Esrei a day, but it's morning and night. And here, therefore, says the Gemara, wait one second. We have a Brisa. Reb Shimon ben Elazar Omer, Minayin Lazakein Shelo Yatriach. Remember the Gemara that we learned just a few minutes ago. 
we had learned that a zakain is not allowed to intentionally cause people to stand up. And says the Gemara, Tamalomar, how do we know that he's not allowed to do that? Because we said zakain via We had said that based on the juxtaposition of the psukim of zakain and via we learned that it's not allowed for a person to cause others to stand. Now says the Gemara, V'i amris shachris arvis bilvad. If in fact there's a chiyuv del raisa for shachris and arvis, so then amai lo nitrach. If in fact there's a mitzvah deraisa for me to stand up for a rav, the rav taka should at least once in the morning and once at night walk by me, even intentionally, to give me the mitzvah to stand up for them. So it says the Gemara, Chiyuvahu, Elolav, it must be, Kula Yome, pushing back on the Gemara. The Gemara says, maybe our approach on the top of this page is wrong. The shita that, that we quoted on the very top of this page is Rav Ivo in the name of Rav Yana. And he said, you stand up twice a day. And basically from the Brisa that quotes Rav Shimon, it seems to be that we should stand up every single time. So the Gemara responds, Lamed Gimel, Lamed Bey, six lines down, seven lines down. Lo, that's not correct. Lo, lam, shachris, varvis, bilvat. Really, we should only stand up twice. And the Rav should and could make sure that that happens morning and night. But more than that, one should be careful not to make it happen anymore. You should be careful. Let's say the dogma. A person has an opportunity to walk through a private entrance that from the Mizrach of the Shul to his seat, much shorter than walking past 100 people. So says the Gemara, that's considered appropriate. Eight, nine lines down, Lamed Gimel, Lamed Beis. Amar Rebbe Lazar, Kol Tamad Chacham, She'ein Omid Bibnei Rabo, Nikra Rasha. If you have a Tamad Chacham who doesn't stand up from his Rav, that person is called a Rasha. Not only is he called a Rasha, Ve'ein Omar Rech Yomim, Ve'talmudo Mishtakeach, he will not have a long life, and he will not remember his Torah. Shne'emar V'tov Lo Yehiyeh, Tov is a reference to Torah, he will not have goodness, Le Rasha. V'lo Ya Rech Yomim, and that was the second thing he said, Ketzel Asher Einenu Yarem Yidifneho Elokim. So says the Gemara that based on this Pasuk, he had a problem. Based on the Pasuk where it says, one line above, I don't know what that's talking about. What Mora do we have to fulfill? What fear do we have to have? When it talks about standing up for people in the Pasuk, it says, I therefore know that this Pasuk is talking about standing up. And that's how Rebbe Lazar had concluded that any Tamil Chacham who doesn't stand up before his rub is called a Russia, his life is shortened, and he will forget his Torah. Whatever the case may be in regards to specific applications of this case, we should be makbid gomor, that whenever we're in a scenario where we could stand up for a rub, we most definitely should. Of course, when they walk by, when they get aliyahs, any any opportunity we get, we should capitalize on the opportunity, first and foremost, because Allah halamaisa were required. And second of all, because this is a sharp gomorrah that tells us that we are begeder rishayim, there is a shortened life and we forget our Torah. Uh, all four motivations are great. Says the Gemara, that's nice that you learned what Mora meant from the Pasukah about standing up from people, but there are other Pasukim that also talk about Yira. There's other Pasukim in Chumash that talk about Yira by Ribis and by, and by Mishkalos. That the, the Mora in this Pasuk, that's the Pasuk of a couple of lines ago, the one that Rebbe Lazar used as his Marimakom, where it says, um, Maybe we're not talking about standing up. Maybe that means you shouldn't uh, do ribbis. So Rebbe Lazar answers, pnei, pnei, gomar. He has a gzera shava. One Pasuk says, That's the Pasuk we saw four lines ago. And then there's our Pasuk of Mipnei Seva Takum. So therefore his gzera shava teaches us that we therefore know that there's a link between being a Russia, having a shortened life, and uh, the third one is that you'll forget your Torah and not standing up for people. So we should do our very best to be Makbid Gomer. One third of the way down, the Gemara asks a fascinating question. 
let's say that you have a son. He's the Rosh Yeshiva. His father happens to be a Talmud in the Yeshiva. Okay, the son's Nilui. He's 25 years old. He goes into Yeshiva. His father's 45 years old. And he's the Marada Asra. He's the Chash of uh, Talmud Chacham. So says the Gemara, does he, the son, still have to stand up in front of the father? It's a bit of an odd question. Why does his uh, obligation dissolve to be a son? Okay. The Gemara says, Toshma, let's see. The Omar lay Shmuel Rabbi Huda. Shmuel says to Rabbi Huda, Shinina, kum mekame avuch. He says to Rabbi Huda, who was Taka, the father, he was, excuse me, the son who was the Rebbe of his father. He says, you need to stand up in front of your son. Says the Gemara, that's not a raya for anything. That's not a raya that a son has to stand up when the when he's the rav and his father is the, is the Talmud. Why? Shani Rabbi Yechezkel, Rabbi Yechezkel was Rabbi Huda's father. The Balmaisim Haba, he was a tremendous Balmaisim. And therefore, says the Gemara, a lot of people stood up for him. So you can't bring a raya from that case where some where somebody tells Rabbi Yehuda, stand up for your father, Rabbi Yechezkel. Pashut, he's going to stand up for him. He's a Balmaisim. Says the Gemara, so if, then what was he talking about? If the father was a Balmaisim and he's the father, Pashut, that the son, even if the son is the Rosh Yeshiva, Pashut, the son is going to stand up for his father. So says the Gemara, here's what's really going on. Six lines before the wide lines. Let's say the Rebbe's walking toward uh, a particular uh, young man. This young man is the Rebbe of his father. So you have the Rebbe, let's say you have Chaim is, uh, is the Posek Ha'ir. And Ruvain is not the Posek Ha'ir. He's the Rosh Yeshiva, who's Chaim is the Rebbe of Ruvain. So then Ruvain is sitting in Shir, listening to his Rebbe Chaim. Now Rebbe's Talmud, who's his father, is behind uh, Chaim. So says the Gemara, I might be facing you, uh, the, the, the child. Chaim might be facing Ruvain, and Ruvain's father, who is Ruvain's Talmud, might walk by him. You should absolutely stand up and do not worry about standing up while I'm giving shear. You should stand up for him. So therefore, again, with an ad habamina, the Gemara concludes uh, seemingly very clearly that a, a son is obligated to stand for his father no matter what the scenario is, even if the son is the Rebbe. Another uh, iteration of this is not about the son standing up, but if the son is the Rebbe and the father is the Talmud, does the father have to stand up for his son? Does the father have to stand up in front of his son, the Talmud Chacham? So it says the Gemara, um, halfway down, four lines before the wide lines, let's take a look. Toshma. And we're heading toward the bottom of this page. We'll be stopping two lines from the bottom. And then on Rosh Hashanah, we'll do Da'af Lamed Dalet. Uh, on Rosh Hashanah, day two, we'll do Da'af Lamed Hey. And then uh, we'll be in the saddle. Let's go. Tashma, the Gemara says, again, does the father stand up for his son who is the Rebbe? To Amar Rebbe Yeshua ben Levi. Ani eni kedai la'amod mipnei b'ni, ela mishum kvod beisanasi. He seems to say, Rabbi Yeshua, that I'm not going to stand up for my son, not in his own merit, but only because of the covet of the Beis Hanasi. So says the Gemara, Taima de Anarabe. That's only true because I'm his Rebbe, says Rabbi Yeshua about his son. And the Diuk is, last short line, Ha'ihu Rabbein, if he was my Rebbe, then Ko'im Nakame, then Taka, I would stand up. So the Gemara suggests that it's possible that a father should stand up for his son if the son is the Rebbe. So says the Gemara, Hachi Kamar. No, you misunderstood. Ani eni kedai lamod mipnei b'ni ve'afilu huraboy. Says the Gemara, factoring in a little bit more language here. I would not stand up for my son, even if he is my Rebbe. Da'ana I'm his father. The chiyuv is not the way that you think. It's the natural way. It's not the way of a Rebbe standing, of the, the father standing up for his son. 
Ela mishum kvod beis nasi. So the Gemara rejects this outright. A father does not stand up for his son, even if his son is the Rebbe. Two-thirds of the way down, second of the wide lines, Let's say your father is in a, riding on a horse, or let's use an equivalent. Your father is driving in a car, and your father drives by, and he's within Daladamos. Do you have to stand up? Yes or no? Is Rachov kemahalech dami? Or is Rachov eno kemahalech dami? Um, so let me just read the whole question. Let's try and learn from a case of Metzorah. This case is a complicated case. Um, we'll explain it on the surface level. And when we um, when we get to this properly in what Masech does this and Masech has Negoim, then we'll learn it in more depth. If you have a Tameh, you have a person who's a Metzorah. He's Yoshev Tachas Ha'ilan. He's standing, he's sitting, excuse me, under a tree. Vitahor omed, and a person who's not a mitzora. So let's say I'm a mitzora and I'm sitting down. You're standing next to me, not sitting, you're standing next to me under a tree. The din is tame, I make you tame tumas ohel. Tame omed tachas ilan. Let's say that the tame, the mitzora, is the one who's standing. And the tahor yoshev, and the tahor one is sitting. So says the Gemara, tahor, that person does not get tuma, and he is considered to be tahor. If, in fact, the person who is a tummy sits down, <laughs> excuse me, then a tahor tummy. So something about the Metzorah sitting down, again, this is the part we're not digging into, but when the Metzorah is sitting down, then Tumas Ohel kicks in. When the Metzorah is not sitting down, the Tumas Ohel does not kick in. And then says the Gemorrah, this is the part that's important for us. Even if a person is holding a stone. Now, what that means is that if a person becomes tame themselves, the same thing is true about a stone that they hold. That's very similar to the idea of rachuv kimahalech dami. That which is sitting on the horse, let's say a father sitting on the horse, has the din of the horse. Okay, so then all is well and good. That's the Gemara's comparison. Therefore, we're not poskim, but if we were, we would say that if a, a father drives by in, uh, with his car and he's within the appropriate metrics of where you are, then you are obligated mida orisa to stand up for your father in such cases. Says the Gemara, three fourths of the way down, five lines into the wide lines. Another question: We do this all the time. It's in our bones. The second we hear the curtain open, our uh, brains turn and we stand up. Says the Gemara. Rav Chilkia, Rav Simon, Rav Lazar, Amr Amri, the three of them said a kalvachomer. Mipnei lomdeha omden, mipaneha lo kol shekain. You're going to stand up for the rabbanim of our show. You're going to stand up for Rabbi Robinson and Rabbi Shechter. You're not going to stand up for the Torah that made them who they are. Push it. You're going to, obviously. Rav Yiloy, Rav Yaakov Bar Zavdi, Abu Yasve, they were sitting down. Chalif Azel, Rav Shimon Bar Abba, and Rav Shimon Bar Abba walked by them. Bekamumikame, and they stood up when he walked by. Amar Luhu, he said to them, pushing back on what they did. Chada, first of all, da'atun chakime, you guys are very wise. I'm just a pasha yid. You should not be standing up for me. The ode, klum Torah omedes mipnei lomdeha. What's going on here? What about the Torah? You guys are the embodiment of Torah. So for you, pasha, I should stand up for you. But that's not me. I'm not one with the Torah. So you should not be standing up for me. And it must be that savar lakir rebelazar. It must be that he held like the sheet of Rebbe Lazar. Dama Rebbe Lazar, Ein tamad chacham reshoi la'amod mipnei rabo b'sha'a she'osek b'torah. That a tamad chacham, this tamad chacham is a student, uh, he is not allowed to stand up before his Rebbe at a time when he's learning Torah, and la'yet ala Rebbe, 
Rebbe cursed this out. He said, that's not correct. Rashi, three lines from the bottom, middle of the line, Dibra Maskil, light alay, Allah Rebbe, Ahach the Rebbe Lazar, Kolman He pushed against Rebbe Lazar to say that, yes, you do stand up in the middle of learning. You do if a Talmud Chacham walks by. And I got it. The Gemara says that the two dots, eight lines from the bottom, and we don't know people were watching him. Were they watching him for good or for bad? about this. One says that this Pasuk is highlighting a negative about Moshe Rabbeinu. And some say that it was a good thing. According to that, which those who have a negative view of this Pasuk, that something negative was being said about Moshe, that's Kedisa, as it was stated which it wasn't stated anywhere near where we are. It is stated in the Midrashim, and Rashi quotes this. Take a look at Rashi, three lines from the bottom at the end of the line, The Gemara doesn't even want to talk about it. And therefore, the Medrash writes it in the Medrash of Rebbe Tanchuma, oh, his legs are thick, and he's gained so much weight, he's taken our money, uh, some type of uh, claim against Moshe that he was taking things for his own benefit. And that's what it means, Kedisa, uh, that there was a medrash that speaks about the fact that there were those who viewed Moshe in a negative light. And Manda Amar Lishvach, those who say that it was a compliment, Amar Chizkiya, Amar Li, Reb Chanina, Bered Rabbi Abo, Amar Rabbi Abo, Amar Rav Abdimi, Dimin Chaifa, Chacham Over, Omeid Milafanov, Daladamos. If a Chacham is passing, you should stand up within when he's within Daladamos. That's when you should start standing up. And once he leaves your Daladamos, then Yoshev, you can sit. However, Avbezdin over. If you have an Avbezdin, Omid Milafan of Malo'enov, the second you see an Avbezdin, yesterday I asked this question without knowing, and clearly my Amaratzos, the Gemara, is going to discuss it. I tried to compare an Avbezdin to a Nasi. That's incorrect. An Avbezdin is its own category. And in Abezdin, when you see him, you have to stand up from when you see him. And when the Abezdin leaves your Daladamos, then you can sit down. Nasi over, if there's a Nasi passing by, well, you should stand up from the moment you see the Nasi. And you're not allowed to sit down until he sits down. This is the shvach of Moshe. The Moshe was so great that he was uh, the head of, of everything. He was the nasi in this case, based on the description of the Gemara. And there, that uh, you're not, they, they had to stand up until he got to where he was going. We'll stop right here, wishing you all a beautiful Yontif, a beautiful Rosh Hashanah, a Ksiva V'chasim Tova to you and your family. And may the learning that you do be a schus for uh, a beautiful year for you. V'chom Mishalos Libchem should be answered Latova.